Guys, um, this is Mifa Adejuma. Um, this is the host of the Miss P Speaks podcast. Yes, you heard that right. This is a special episode. I am filling in for our guest today, who is going to be Tommy herself. Um, this will be the first time she has been interviewed on her own podcast, and the occasion is that it's her birthday, so we want to do something special for the birthday girl. Uh, not girl per se, but my girl. She's not a girl. Um, so um, this episode is just going to be you, the listeners, myself, the special host, handsome and there and dashing. Um, want to know more about Tumi? Want to you know know the intimate details? You know the nitty gritty. You know some kind of stories that she would not tell other people. Let her tell us today. So it's going to be an interesting episode. I know I say that a lot, but the fact that I'm hosting this should just tell you that it's going to be an interesting episode. So without further ado, grab yourself a drink and let's get into it. Welcome back, you guys. Um, this is for me. It's an amazing opportunity to be hosting the Miss P Speaks podcast and um, like I said in the intro, our guest today is the host herself, um, Tommy. she's in the hot seat today and we're going to be asking her some very funny, nice, you know, fun questions and just to get to know her more. Okay, so um, um, I reached out to my loyal followers on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be hosting the Miss Peace Peaks podcast. So if you have any questions, please let me know. And boom, I got like plenty, plenty questions. But there was only one that I received. So um, this is coming from... Hey, you got plenty of questions, but you received the one. <laughs> okay. Yes, this one did not deliver. So I didn't see them, but this oh. one delivered. Okay. So, <laughs> the favor is um, the talk with... Um, the Talk Bridge podcast, uh, and she asked, she's asking you, Miss Lee, mm-hmm. what are your greatest fears? Do you have any? Uh, you know, I used to think I didn't have any fears, but I think I actually have fears. Okay, well, besides like little things that you're scared of around, I'm scared of earthworms. Like, if you I want, uh, yes. Oh, I'm scared of anything. Creepy crawlies. I still call my dad to come kill bugs. I remember when we first moved, and we'll see like centipedes in the house before they did this fumigation. I will run out of the house till my dad comes back so that he can kill a centipede. So, yeah. I am scared of creepy crawlies. <laughs> yes. That's the one thing I'm scared of. Any other thing? Uh, but if you're speaking of fears, like in regards to life generally, um, um, I am actually my biggest fear is not being able to provide for the people I care about the most. That's mm. my biggest fear. Yeah. So um, she also asked another question, which is mistakes. Um, do you have any thinking back from 
when you are conscious of yourself? Do you have any mistakes you regret, moments in your life where you feel like, oh, I could, if I could change this, you, you would want to change that particular part, you know? Well, I wish I saved money better. That's one mistake. I'm in love. Tommy lavish. Me too. Tommy spending. All those Christmas and the redemption of the money would have saved saved so much. We're going to be buying banger. Fucking, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish I saved more. But besides that, which is money, it's material stuff, you know. But um, besides that, I don't believe in mistakes. I'm one of those that say never a failure, never a mistake, always a lesson. Um, I just feel if it's something that happened one way, if there was a different way you could have gone about it, if it's something you can fix, go and take the different way. If it's not something that you can fix, then it's a lesson. So keep it mm. moving. Keep it moving. Locomotive. That's cool. Since you say you don't believe in mistakes, does that mean with the follow-up question, you would not want to change anything about your life at any point in time? Like, uh, if you had the opportunity to say, okay, pick one thing about one particular moment or one particular incident where you could change something and have a different outcome, what would that be? Have a different outcome. Do I have control over the odds? Like, can I? Actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that one time that there was mega million lottery and everybody played the lottery and I refused to play only for the numbers to come out. And I just knew that if I had played that lottery, my numbers would have been there because it had all the numbers of everybody's birthday in my family. And that's usually the number I would play. So <laughs> if I were to change one, I would go back and play Mega Million. <laughs> would have I would like the mentality. I like the mentality. All the money. Oh, I see. I like money. Hey, everybody The first question for me is not for me, but the first question I like to ask you is this: like, after recording your first ever podcast episode. Like your first ever podcast episode. How did you feel? Uh, I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And it was like, oh, okay. And I think I, I lucky kept it a secret for a while. I didn't tell anybody for days. I put it up. And then I went back to look. I was like, okay, how are people knowing that I did this? How am I getting all this claims? <laughs> you know? And then, okay, so I shared it with my brother. I shared it with a few people, and I think I posted it online. And then a few people were there listening to it, and I like, hmm. And, you know, people would just give their feedback, because, you know, that first episode, I feel like I was whispering. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my name is Tommy. And, <laughs> you know, but it was a fun experience. Again, you know, I say it all the time. Podcasting started as a release for me, so it was a release, and it was a good one. Yeah. That makes sense, and here you are. Um, I, I would, I would want to know though. Like, um, some of us stumbled onto podcasting because we, we maybe listened to one or two podcasts. Were you really a fan of podcasting before you became a podcaster, or it just, like you said, was it just you going into it to find that release, to find that um? Uh, okay, so I used to listen to um a lot of podcasts before now, um. My favorite podcast is, well, I don't know if it still is because now I listen to so many. 
I don't think I have a favorite podcast. I just listen to podcasts. But my favorite podcast at the time was This Is Why. At the time, it was called This Is Why You're Single. And it was just a fun podcast with two best friends that came on. And then it's just like reading a Cosmo mag. And they sometimes, you know, take parts of the magazines and then say, share things that they learned, share tips, talk about their relationships and stuff like that. It was fun. And um, when I, because I needed a way to journal and do certain things and I'm too lazy when it comes to writing. I don't have time to be writing up and down. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, these people actually do this. And then it seems fun. And I was like, okay, this is personal for me. So it's just going to be me. It's going to be, honestly, my podcast was supposed to be a secret thing. Like, you know how you have like a voice recorder where you record some stuff and then you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So um, what spurred you to actually make it something you wanted to do more? After the first episode, you saw that you got listeners, you got people who were... Did you get immediate feedback from the first episode? Like, Oh, yeah. I had a lot of people tell me different things. Oh, why do you sound like you were about to sleep? Oh, <laughs> you're, you're making it sound a little too sexy. It's too salty. Oh, oh, you need to stop whispering and stuff like that. So those were like things I got immediately but after that um i think my second episode was i don't know what my second episode was i can't even remember but i know um what made me start doing this was my brother shout out to kenny my biggest supporter yeah he um he shared something with me that he said oh i think you should talk about this on your podcast and then i did and I got great feedback from that. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then it just went from there. Then I featured him on. And then, you know, initially it wasn't any, uh, it was a hobby. It was just like, okay, this is something that I'm just doing to relax. So whenever I'm having a bad day, whenever I, like, if you notice, in most of the things in my first season, it had things to do with like experiences. When I'm going through a moment, I'll just share it. Or if something is going on around me, I find out something. Like there's an episode where I was like, oh, I Googled something and I'm like, oh, I want to share with you guys because I found this interesting. So again, it's a personal journal podcast. So it's like whatever I feel like is something I should journal, I'll put it on there. But funny. This year, actually, um, I met a few people. Um, shout out to Queen Rafi. Shout out to you. And uh, I don't say this, and I don't commend you because, you know, I bully you a lot of times. Um, but you inspire me sometimes. Not a lot, you know. You ain't shit. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> you and Queen Rafi and, you know, dealing with a lot of other Nigerian podcasters, you guys taught me the importance of consistency. You guys taught me the import- importance of just keeping at it. Um, I was just a believer of my podcast is great. I have good content. Whenever I put it out, people will listen. I was that mm. confident in what I had going for me that I was like, <laughs> like, you get it when you get it. <laughs> that was <laughs> 
And okay, like I know I had some experiences that had me put a hold on certain things and stuff like that, but you know, having to deal with consistency and just keeping at it, not just with podcasting, it has helped me with other areas of my life. So shout out to you guys. Yeah, that's dope. Um I I do find it funny that I cannot actually picture you doing any other thing in the content creation world besides podcasting. Why? I would want to know, like, if you were not podcasting in an alternate universe where you are not journaling your life using podcasts, what would you be doing <laughs> in the content creating space? What do you think you'd be doing differently? Like, okay, funny story. Right from when I was a child, I always wanted to be a broadcaster. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I always wanted to be a broadcaster. It's so funny. Like, that's what I always wanted to do. I also, I'm very animated. I'm super goofy. If you know me, you know that about me. Um, I also wanted to be an actress <laughs> growing up. Are you so, serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just feel, honestly, if not that, I do not have the time to put into glamming up. I think I would have had a vlog. I'll be a YouTuber. I have my own YouTube channel and vlog. Yeah. That's something that if when I have money, when I blue, <laughs> I'm gonna have a glam team that will come around and make sure I look like real good for the camera, and then just have my vlog. Yeah, that's something else that I'll do. Like, I want to be on the big screen. Like, I want to have my own talk show. I want mm. to, yeah, I want to be like Ellen. That's wow. just that's my thing. That's my big dream. Yeah. <laughs> and and this this big dream has always been there even before you went into broadcasting. Yeah. I always wanted to be a um broadcaster. Um I remember oh funny story. Uh what you know when you finish um junior secondary school, I think that's middle school here. Um, and you're trying to pick what your major will be when you go on to college yeah. uni. Um, I wanted to go to art class because I wanted to study communication from jump. But, you know, everybody in my family, being the last child, my sister was studying physiotherapy. My brother studied computer information system. Everybody, my dad was computer aligned, my mom nursing. And then me, I came out there, someone to come and be a podcaster. I wanted to be a newscaster. <laughs> like, I used to say like that, I want to read news. That was it. <laughs> I really wanted to read news. But um, my dad is like, no, you're going to do science classes. And I went into science class, but I hated geography. So I did. <laughs> it's so funny because I will do physics, chemistry, biology, and then literature. And then, <laughs> like, so when it was time for me to enter uni, I didn't have enough credits to go into any course. Because I didn't have enough science yeah. courses. I didn't have enough art courses. So it was like, okay, I had to take my O-levels again. So <laughs> every time people ask me, how many times you take work? I actually have six work results. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so I did, um, I did work at NECO with the courses that I picked normally. And then after that, I went to go do, I can't remember which one they call it, but I did, is it GC? Something. I don't know. I can't remember. This is like how many years ago. And so I did all of those and I did one with four art classes. So I actually did government, CRS, 
everything and actually did like a full art course. I did another one with a full science course because so I was like, you know what? I have free time. <laughs> Let me just do all this thing. So okay. I did every single one and I was bored. I like to read anyway. So I just, I did all of it. <laughs> but yeah, so I went ahead and then I got enough credits to do what it is that I wanted to do. And then I first started in marketing, <laughs> which is so funny. When I first got what kind, of, what kind of marketing? Um, that was my first bachelor's degree. What what I got into uni to study marketing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, was it I, fun? I loved marketing actually. I like that's why what I'm majoring in now is in public relations and advertising because I just really love marketing. I think the only part I didn't really like is accounting classes. I hate <laughs> accounting <laughs> classes. <laughs> but besides that, everything else is just, I think I have that in me. I just, <laughs> it's just, it's just my quality. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So once want to double back to say you at 16, you at 16. Okay, where was that? Just try, try to see if you can remember you at sixteen. Yeah, I at that point in your life, what, what, what was the, what was the foremost thing in your mind at sixteen? Oh shit! At sixteen, that was when I was the hottest. Like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy on me. I was super fly. All the boys were following me. That's when Tony was in full effect. You know, nobody could tell me nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I was a sport brat. Uh, all my siblings were in uni. They were all grown. I was just fresh out of secondary school. So, you know, when you're that secondary school girl that had all those big uni people, because I used to hang around my older siblings a lot. So, it's like I'm the one hanging around all the older people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to feel cool with myself. Nobody could tell me nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was me. <laughs> But do, do you do you do you look back and enjoy those memories? Because over, over time, you know, life has happened. You've grown mature. So many things have happened in your life. Do you look back to those, say, that period where you were sixteen? You did not have any worries. You were the hottest chick, and people, all the boys were pushing you. Do you look back to that and actually miss that? Oh yeah. Um, at sixteen, I didn't have to worry about bills. Um, I think I had my first boyfriend at 16. And <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I waited till I finished second I stayed dating. Um, my first boyfriend's name is Jim. <laughs> yeah. Very sweet guy. Too. Okay. So uh, I had my first boyfriend then. Um, so I, it was just really cool. He was super cute. I was super cute and hot. <laughs> I was real happy myself that I hurt. If I yes, I hurt. <laughs> but yeah, I was hot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was fresh out of secondary school. I was dating a young lag boy then, fresh out of QC. <laughs> um, then I think at 16, at that point, my mom was in the UK. So it was just me. I was living in my grandma's house. Uh, then my boyfriend did not, I know he's Santa boss. If I'm going out and I cannot get a cab or he cannot come pick me up, I'm not going, not going nowhere. So, <laughs> 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 you know, it was just so super cool for me. I had no bills. My, no, 
I think my brothers were already working at that point. They were out of college. No, they were out of uni at that point. So my brother was working in the bank. So anytime I want to do anything, my brother would... I, I wasn't even cooking. Like, my brother was like, <laughs> meals from outside. I was so spoiled. Oh, my God. I was a brat. I was, you know, it's so funny because sometimes, like, I can remember I was talking to someone and they're like, oh, did you know I hated you when you were, <laughs> when you were younger? Because you were so spoiled. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I was a brat. <laughs> and I loved it. So, oh, uh- Definitely. The way you describe it, there's nobody who will know like that. It's just, <laughs> that's the life. So, do you, looking forward now, do you think, um, do you think your 16-year-old self will be proud of your 28-year-old self now? Nah. Thinking of all you've gone through, you know, having a kid, you know, well, starting your own podcast. At some point in my time, my 16-year-old self would be like, excuse me? The fact that I did really? some broke guys my 16-year-old would be like, damn, girl. <laughs> the fact that my stomach is not flat again, my 16-year-old would be like, damn, girl, we're supposed to be rocking crop tops and no clothes. <laughs> but now you have to cover that belly. <laughs> but yeah. oh, well, that's cool. I'm sure your 16-year-old self will forgive you for some of those, <laughs> some so. of those stuff. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, that body yeah. that you had. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that, that, that really cool. Because here's the thing. The funny thing is when you mentioned that you were a spoiled brat, mm-hmm. I think it's hard for it's hard for people to reconcile being a spoiled brat and who you are now. And we know there's a lot of maturity that's happened oh. in the years. But it's just... You is I guess maybe is like I said I'm much energy so it's yeah, the side yeah. of me that you see there are certain people that still know me today and think I'm spoiled like <laughs> they still think I'm spoiled because you know how you feel like oh some people say oh certain things that you have standards for certain things and some yeah. people think it's pride me I feel like I have standards when it comes to certain things some people think it's me having pride so they can't reconcile that but. It's just what I'm used to from, that's what, that was my, like my first experience with this. This is what I'm used to. So you can't give me anything less than this. So I'm just on that level. So I'm like, if you can't keep up, then if it's too hot, get out the kitchen. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, so I've known you for a while now. And if somebody were to ask me, what, what is it about Tommy that, you know, that inspires you, that you like, that you really appreciate. I would, I would without a, wasting any time, I would say that you're a selfless person. Aww. So I, I think I would want to know, though, because I've had the experience of personally building that idea of selflessness over time. Because it, for me, it didn't just come naturally. I've always tried, I've always been one that I have, you know, been by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So I've had to build this this affinity towards just you know doing things for myself. So would you say you've been a selfless person right from the start, or did you get to a place where all that changed and you just you know you had to do what you had to do in terms of okay, I know I, I know I ha- I should take care of myself, but I could also make sure that it's. Whatever love I have spreads out to my friends and family and stuff like that. Has this always been you, 
selfless Tommy, the affable Tommy? Does Tommy get angry? Does Tommy get mad? <laughs> Does Tommy throw fits? Does Tommy throw tantrum? You know, stuff like that. Uh, I would say I've always been a sweet girl. <laughs> I've always been super sweet. Um, my, I get angry, uh, but okay. So I, one of the reasons why people used to call me Tommy Pepe is because I used to para. Like I can get angry, and like my mouth, I have zero filter. So one of the things is like. As much as I'm caring, as much as I'm selfless, I have a temper. So I try my best not to get angry. But if you get me angry, it's like, yo, this mouth don't stop. I'm going in. But um, anger, yes, I've always been someone that gets angry. Holding grudges, I don't do that. Um always been selfless yes it's what i'm used to i come from a family i have a very large family and i think being the last child and i was the youngest grandchild for a long time also so being the one that always had things handed down to me i think it's just what i saw ahead of me all my cousins um when my aunties come visit from whenever they travel you know, and then come see me, my siblings, all, everything is like, I always had hands down on me and there was nothing left to do but to extend my hands out as well. So I think that's what put that in me. Mm, That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So you're the youngest grandchild for a I was for a while. Did you enjoy it? You know, funny thing is, my childhood is a blur. I cannot really remember much from my childhood. <laughs> you know how people say, oh, oh, my God, when I was this, this happened. Mm. <laughs> what were you, you like doing in your childhood? I don't know. Like, I don't really remember much of it. Hmm. Mm. Did, you, did you guys move around a lot or something? <sighs> Not really. Oh yeah, I know um, the house that I was born in, we lived there for a while, and then one year the house caught on fire, so we had to move. So after we moved, we moved from that one house, then we moved to another house, and then we moved to, oh, moved to that house that Amrabas attacked us three times in like one month, so we had to move, then <laughs> we moved to another house, then we moved back to the house I was born in. And then we moved here. So I didn't really move that much. But then also, I think maybe having older ones, I didn't really do like things that kids my age were doing. So I don't know how to play most of all those games that younger people, like I don't play Tintin. I don't know how to play all those hand games that people do. Um, I don't know how to ride a bike um, because... You do not ride a bike, oh. Mm-mm. Like my students are reading, studying, so I'm studying alongside with them. So um I'm more into video games, like I will play video games and be a nerd than do outdoor things. So I don't remember much of anything. Huh? Well at least you got here so it must have been fun to an extent. So um the final question would be, and this is coming from one of your fans, are you dating anyone? 
Some people are dating me, but I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> this is this is a typical domain. Yeah. And um I, I feel like I feel like there's nothing more to say. Um so um, if you're listening to this, tell me I said it all. Tommy is not dating anybody, but there are people who are dating her. So, <laughs> if yeah. you're dating Tommy, congratulations to you. You found the perfect woman. I feel like if you're um, dating me, you need to come and let's discuss the terms of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, if you're dating Tommy, you you do owe her a gift for her birthday. So, even if you're not dating me, I beg everybody owes me a gift. <laughs> especially you need to do something for your girl so um i guess it's a very promising to talk about that some <laughs> people are dating she's not dating but it's all good and um i would just want somebody to say thank you to tommy for being very open and honest about some aspect of our lives that we might not be having privy to it was fun um i hope you guys enjoyed the episode um, this is again your host, Mifa Dijima, for the Miss Peace Speaks podcast. So remember, according to our host, do not judge her by her podcast. And um, what's the other one that used to say? Be loyal to the version of me that you know. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Mifa, for doing this. Um, this means a lot. I appreciate your time. And um, not like you had a choice, because <laughs> I found you in your house, son. <laughs> but yes thank you so much for doing this you guys please check out the you and i podcast um i will have the information in the description of this episode thank you guys